Welcome to the Kara's Cures digital show and podcast where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. I'm Kara Sundlin and it is Veterans Day. So thank you everyone out there for your incredible service to our country. We appreciate you. This episode is sponsored by the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services. And on this Veterans Day, I'm speaking with a Navy veteran who is also a sexual assault survivor, a mental toughness expert on how to help veterans improve their mental health and Sadly, veterans commit suicide nearly 60% more than non-veterans. So the founder of Hashtag Binging Sober, Colleen Ryan Hensley, is helping veterans who are struggling with their mental health by introducing them to a new powerful method of achieving vitality and good energy for their life. Welcome, Colleen. Thank you, Kara, for having me on Veterans Day. Yeah, yeah, a special day, and thank you for your service. It was my honor to serve. So, so many people have been struggling with mental health uh, since the pandemic. Maybe the silver light, silver lining is that we're talking about it more. But why yes. are veterans so much more at risk for mental health issues? You know, we we are we prize a culture of mental toughness. So this resilience that's necessary for us to survive in a stressful environment like the military is also one that can really block us from facing that trauma later to heal it. So, you know, our idea of mental toughness in this way, in this resilience way is wonderful in the moment and it's necessary, but the point that we're missing from our current definition of mental toughness is that returning to that point, to those moments, to those feelings and that pain and that trauma that's going to live on inside of us if we don't face it and heal it. So the research has shown that suicide rates for veterans is nearly 60% higher than for non-veterans. That's a big number. Can you expand on why that is and how we can change it? It is a very scary statistic, Kara. And you just hit you hit it on the head when you talked about the pandemic and how this has added to our our stress and our current situation as a society as a whole. One of the things or the thing that is the biggest threat to our mental health as a society is this access to all of these methods of escape that are right at our fingertips. So we can binge watch, binge eat, binge drink, binge shop. We consume, 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 just trying to feel better, but it doesn't work. So for veterans, when we, and I speak from personal experience from someone who buried the sexual assault that I experienced in the military for 15 years, I was very mentally tough in the military. Again, I prized that part of me. And so when it happened, I took full responsibility and I didn't report it. And I just pushed it way back in my memory, exactly like I was talking about. Well, that was coming out in my life anyway, in ways that were just self-destructive. I couldn't get close to anyone. I couldn't feel love. I couldn't give love. It was just impacting every part of my life, even though I didn't understand or realize at the time. And I was also using these things, everything that I could find to avoid those feelings. So you created something new. Talk about what you created, Binging Sober, that is really yes. helping you and other veterans turn their mental health around. So hashtag binging sober is a process that I've used to manage my depression, 
post-traumatic stress and suicidal thoughts for well over a decade. And it's something that I feel very passionate about sharing with the world now. It's actually launching on January 1st of this year. I'm starting focus groups in December. But right now, it's what I want everyone to understand is this is a way to become aware of and gain control and balance over these things that we're using to escape. When I talk about sober or sobriety, I'm talking about a lack of intoxication from any of those things. And a lot of them we're using habitually and they lead to each other. For example, one I can tell you a quick example of something that will take me right down to what we consider the downward spiral, where you're just kind of spiraling out of control and leads me to a dark place. It sounds really silly, but if I have caffeine too late in the day, I can mess up my sleep. A lot of times that triggers nightmares. So now my sleep is destroyed. Going into the next day, I might lean on caffeine to stay awake all day. Now that's increasing my anxiety. Then I might, you know, if I were unaware, like I used to be, pop a sleeping pill. Like, let me help myself now fall asleep. Now we're on day three of this. And it's just stress and anxiety building and building and building. And that, when we talk about suicide, that is the ultimate escape. And we are all guilty of using escape. So what I want to do and what I hope to create with this is exactly what's happened with me. When you gain control of that and awareness of those things that you're leaning on, hoping to feel better, but you're actually feeling worse, you gain a lot of power over them. And that's what I'm doing with the world's first point system for vitality, hashtag binging sober. You'll just really gain that awareness and control for yourself. What, what, impacts me in a certain way, Kara, might not impact you in the same way. So it's very individual. Yeah, it's the world's first point system for vitality that really can support veterans. Talk about how you use it. Is it an app and how do the points work? Well, so like I said, it's launching in January. So little teaser, I'll give you an example of my individual point, something that would work for me in that example I gave you about messing up my sleep. So I really love horror TV shows, but I'm somebody with post-traumatic stress. So horror TV shows are not a really great idea for me, right? But I still love them and I'm still probably going to watch them sometimes. But now I know and I have the awareness and I've attached points to those horror TV shows. So let's say it's negative five points or I lose five points for watching horror TV. Well, then before I go to bed at night, I know that I can read something positive before bed plus two points. I can make sure that I get to sleep at my normal routine time, another plus two points. I can have a walk in the morning, another plus two points. So it's an awareness and it gives us a tailored plan or a blueprint to balance our energy throughout the day. So yes, I really hope that people like start to embrace longer periods of abstinence because that's where the real magic happens. But it's a matter of understanding that these things do drain our energy and knowing what to do if you choose to still do that thing that drains your energy to reverse its impact. Yeah, and this is, it, let me just, I just wanna make sure I envision it right. How are people gonna do this come January? Is it an app, is it a book? Okay, so January, I'm gonna start the community for us, which I think is one of the biggest, biggest 
support systems that we can have as the actual community. So people can join that community. I understand that, and it's going to be like a, a forum type situation. I'm gonna provide all of the tools and the instructional videos and those types of things. If the social aspect doesn't intrigue someone, they can also go it alone on you know, a self-paced program and have access to the same tools. Ideally, it's the dream that this does become an app. This is where we are right now. Okay, and tell us a little bit about your own personal story because you actually really struggled with the thought of killing yourself. Yes, so like I said, I'd repressed that trauma not 20 years ago now. And I explained that during my time in the military, I was just, it was because I'd hidden that trauma, it was coming out of me anyway. Well, during that time, I was also in brief periods where I would be out to sea because I was on a ship. So I had this really big difference between what those times when I was abusing these um, these methods of escape, and then these other times where I didn't have access to it. So I was able to see that difference and experience this natural zest and energy for life while I was at sea that I wouldn't have noticed otherwise. And I carried that with me outside of the military. Well, as I said before, with this trauma and this mental toughness and this resilience where we bury that trauma, a lot of times it starts to come out when we don't want it to, but when we feel safe which tends to happen after we get out of the military. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We finally feel safe enough to start processing it. And that's not even a conscious thing. Like that happens unconsciously, subconsciously. So vets out there, you know, if you're experiencing this, it is very normal for that to happen. While we're in the military, we keep it locked up because mission, the mission is first. So after I got out of the military, the nightmares started infiltrating my day, my night, night terrors. It started to really come up for me, and I leaned a lot on mental health counseling, um, and I'm a huge advocate for mental health. But one of the things that really helped me was this process that is hashtag binging sober. And what's happened is that in that space, when you're able to take that time away from those things that you're using to escape your natural zest and energy for life, that's where I find I found the wherewithal and the power to face, face all the feelings that I'd buried with that trauma. And so that is mental toughness to me. That is what I believe we need to redefine mental toughness as, is going back to the feelings, going back to the places of trauma with the right support and facing those things because healing is the only way out. Yeah, yeah. And you say, really, we need to change the messaging around suicide, particularly with veterans. So what's the current message and what do you think needs to be reversed? So we, I hear a lot of this, uh, they were stuck in a downward spiral. I know you've heard me say that already, but that to me, and I've heard it for the past 12 years since I've been out and a lot of reporting on the suicide statistics. And that, when you say someone is stuck in a spiral, that takes all of the responsibility and the ownership off the vet. And what I want, what I hope is that veterans will start 
owning their feelings and understand that that is mental toughness. That is true mental toughness. Turn around and go back toward the pain. There's a downward spiral, but reversing the message is talking about the upward spiral, the things that we can do to pull ourselves up and out of that hole that we've dug ourselves into. And they're within reach. It's just a matter of being open and aware and learning those tools. Access is a big issue. I mean, for those who are struggling with mental health issues as a veteran and their families, what can you share? What's step one so they can get what they need? Well, step one is awareness, right? Because like I said, with the trauma, I mean, it took a couple of years after the military for me to even face that. And so if there's this, the awareness is just that first point. So you know what? If there's anything I can share, it's go get that support before you know that there's something going on. Being proactive and preventative about mental health is always the right way to go. The best work that I've ever done on myself is not when I'm in crisis. I mean, it's a dream for my, for the entire world that people will have that support so that when they are in crisis, then you always have that person. But what we're seeing right now is a lot of people in crisis then looking for the support. And it's 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 very difficult for the system to uphold. But there are, so once you have that awareness or once you decide you want to be preventative about it, we have the VA healthcare system, we have private practice, and there's veteran service organizations all over this country whose sole purpose to exist is this kind of support. So do that search on Google and be an advocate for yourself and continue that search. Be willing to be flexible with scheduling, be willing to be flexible with virtual versus in-person. I've had a wonderful experience with virtual therapy during the pandemic, which I did not see coming, but it was fantastic. And so that's really it, is to be open, be an advocate for yourself and push for that healing. Because again, that's the mental toughness we need. Yeah, and you developed uh, hashtag binging sober to really support veterans. You've done a lot of healing on your own. So how will binging sober, as soon as it comes out, really help veterans who are struggling with depression and suicidal thoughts? So again, it's awareness, control, and balance of what we are doing with our energy. A lot of us are walking around saying we're tired and it's for good reason. But in the example that I gave, you know, sometimes it can be days later that something actually impacts you. So when you're really creating that awareness for yourself over time intentionally in a safe space, which is very, very accessible, then I believe that that can hopefully either inspire professional help where it's needed or or help on its own, which I've experienced as well. It's a great supplement for therapy and also a great tool on its own for anyone. The, the whole points process and stuff. And then if you're, if you're stealing, if you're listening to this right now, I'm thinking, gosh, I want to help people who might be listening right now. Um, do you think that, uh, do you think that we're at a point where veterans are okay getting mental health help or they're still feeling like it's a stigma, like they're just going to handle it on their own? It's gotten a lot better. 
I'll say that there are a lot of programs within active duty military right now where we're actually talking about this stuff. It's not just this rub some dirt on it and get back in the game mental toughness. It's wait a minute, we need to also attend to these real human feelings that might be impacting their performance. So there's a lot of step in the right direction, but we still have a long, long way to go. And we can see that with the suicide rates. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a startling statistic, 60% higher for it veterans. Uh, where can, if folks who are listening, where can they find out more about your work and these programs you have to help veterans? Colleen Ryan Hensley, H-E-N-S-L-E-Y dot com. And on Instagram, you can follow the hashtag binging sober and follow me at Colleen Ryan Hensley. Yeah. And you you mentioned it, and I wanted to get to all the healing aspects, but you do have an incredible story. You mentioned you were sexually assaulted. Did, did you ever get action or do anything with that, or you really just kind of kept it secret and then had to deal with it later? Oh, I had to deal with it later. I completely, I mean, that's the amazing, you know, piece of our brain that can do that. I didn't even think about it for 15 years. And I know that a lot of veterans struggle with that. Once I did realize, once these flashbacks started and I realized that I was a victim, then it was also hard for me to identify with that piece of it too. But what I want people to know is that place where we've left that trauma, where we've left those feelings, where we've left the pain, that is the same exact location of our beautiful life. That's where it is. And so we need to turn around and go back and face it because healing is the only way out. Yeah, and people who are new to this, there's a saying in the world of healing that feeling it is healing it. So you're actually yes, suggesting yes. that people need to feel it. And sometimes you might need a professional to help guide you. Doesn't mean you're gonna stay stuck in this awful poor me spot. You just right. need to process right. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to process it. And I had a wonderful therapist for years before I told her that this happened, before I even realized that it happened. It's like a light, you know, layers of an onion that we peel off and get to know ourselves and our mind. Yes, it is difficult. It is tough. That is mental toughness. But that's also so rewarding. I'm on the other side of it now where I can, you know, I've always felt like I've managed all of these things well. But now I can see that a lot of it was that resilience, that that just push away, push it away. We need to embrace those feelings. Like you said, we have to feel to heal. And I think members of the military or even those who are successful in other realms of life will say, well, well my resilience, my toughness is something I'm really proud of. You didn't yes. lose that. You're still resilient and tough, right? It's just that you had yes, to. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. They kind of uphold one another. They do uphold one another. They go hand in hand. And that's how we need to redefine it. Because everybody who's walking around thinking that they're mentally tough and, and holding on to that and prizing that, if we can include the acceptance of the feelings that go along with it, then we're golden. We're turning things around. If there's one thing you could do for people who are in the military right now, what would you suggest for active military or veterans? If you could t wave a magic wand to improve mental health, what would it be? Ooh, Ooh it's that. It's, it's, you know, the military is a subculture of our entire society. So what would I do for our entire society to wave a magic wand is really, really for us to recognize that these things that we 
lean on to help ourselves feel better that have now become more accessible through the pandemic. We can have alcohol delivered. We have close to a million TV shows streaming. There's video games everywhere. They're shopping by a click. We're a lot of us are avoiding uncomfortable feelings that have also grown during the pandemic using the those escape tools. So it's something that I believe is controlling us when we need to really take a handle on it and control it. So it's that responsibility and that ownership, because again, I really believe that that is the number one threat against mental health in our society. And if we can turn that around and gain control over those escape tools, I think things are gonna get a lot better. Yeah, so hashtag binging sober. Uh, we can find you again. Shout out where you can find it again because I like the points tools. If you, it doesn't mean you have to be at perfection, but if you spend too much time drinking, you can undo it. Give yourself some points for meditating, walking, exercising, eating clean. There, there's it's balanced, but you're going to see it in the yes. point structure. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It becomes tangible. Uh, ColleenRyanHensley.com. It's launching, hashtag Binging Sober. It is officially launching in January. Please go to my website if you're interested in joining a focus group. Follow me on Instagram at Colleen Ryan Hensley and the hashtag Binging Sober. All right. Thank you so much, Colleen, and happy Veterans Day to you. Thank you for your service. Thank you so much. It was my honor to serve. And for all of you who like this interview or want to share it with someone you love, uh, please do. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the Carers Cares podcast. If you are listening there, we also love it if you leave a review. It supports the work. Uh, if you want more information on being well, you can follow me on social media at Kara Sundlin. I like to share this content there. Have a great day, everyone, and be well.